0: welcome this is the world's first
3: radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master we are out on location for the first time in a while actually since florida spiny lobster mini season we are once again right down there in the heart of the lobster in south florida fort lauderdale south florida diving headquarters is our boat that we are on with them right now the Aquaview. cj is with me we're wet it's
2: salty and it's glorious
3: Okay, I think that's, uh, that's a pretty good testimonial for the fun times that we're having out on the water today, you think?
2: Ah, uh, I just said it, so I agree with it.
3: That's right. Now, we are on the Aqua View. Uh, that is one of three vessels that they have at South Florida Diving Headquarters. Captain Aria is our captain. Give it up for Aria. Yeah! She's the best. We've known her for years. How you doing, Aria? Doing swell Yeah, and business has been good People are coming diving It's one of those things you can still kind of do Especially if you're in the States You can get down to Florida Uh, You guys are open for business And and, uh, filling up the boats every day, right?
1: absolutely even with the wait list well
3: there you go with a wait list because they're still keeping people a little socially distanced on the boat with these vessels that they have at south florida diving headquarters you can do that it's a big pontoon corinthian type dive vessel plenty of space so you can spread out a little bit and maybe feel a little bit safer on that socially distance element kind of thing right
1: Oh, absolutely. We try to still keep within the CDC guidelines, even though things are starting to relax and open up, we are still taking precautions.
3: That's right. And there's no corona underwater. Yes! Right? Yay! And so as soon as you get underwater, you even feel safer. And I got to say, the conditions out there uh, underwater today have been spectacular. We're literally on the surface interval uh, after our first of two dives that we're doing for lobsters. Uh, CJ and myself have taken the equalizer underwater and we're filming some uh, Projects. I already caught a couple things, and you're going to see the video soon. Uh, actually, I, I, did, I caught lobster, of course, but I also caught something else. I caught a channel crab. That was a first, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, I didn't see him. He was camouflage.
3: Yeah, but I saw him. I grabbed him with the equalizer, and I'm like, hey, you know, we could take, we let him go. I, I let him go. I, he's like, he's too ugly to eat, you know. But I guess you can. I don't know. They're supposed to be tasty. Are they, Aria? The, the channel
1: crabs. The claws are really good.
3: Just the claws, or what, what do you well, do you with them? you can
1: also eat the body, but if it's bigger, that's
3: really hungry, you can eat the body and everything else. hungry. It it seemed like a lot of work, more work than I was willing to do, so I said, okay, little lobster. Actually, it was a big monster, Channel Crab, but I said, nah, I'm not going to keep him. Uh, Actually, I I just, I pulled him up with my equalizer, and I said, here, CJ, put it in the bag, and he looked at me like, I don't think so. Uh, So, I don't know, for another time, another adventure. Alright, so, uh, look, we're on the Aqua View with South Florida Diving Headquarters, and we got a bunch of divers. You guys are from where? where? Where are you from? Around Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. You've been diving here how long?
4: This uh, week. We've been down here most of this week and had a great time.
3: It's great perfect time. Weather, perfect condition. Exactly. I, I would imagine it's better in North Carolina right now than here in Florida, being in Pompano Beach,
4: right?
3: Uh, I think they probably got us beat. Yeah, uh, just a tad, just a tad. So you guys uh, have been down here. Are you a group, a club, or what? Yeah, we came down with Sons Love Scuba out of Belmont, North Carolina, which is just outside of Charlotte. Okay, is that some of the dive, Is that the dive shop? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Is that your dive shop? No, that is our dive shop. Okay. And are you the one who said, hey, I recognize you from DEMA or yeah, something? I yeah, I remembered you from DEMA last year and well, the last couple years. Hey, you know? Well, I, and, and as soon as he said that, I apologized and he still <laughs> uh, managed to talk to me. So you guys are making the best of this current, you know, COVID craziness that we're all dealing with and uh, getting people out there diving. It's one of those things you can still do and and kind of, you know, maintain a little separation. And, you know, I mean, there's no corona underwater, right? Absolutely. And we we're We're continuing to to dive and find a good dive spot and decided before we came for uh, this month. So did you guys uh, drive down I assume or, or did you fly? Uh, some of us flew, some of us drove down. Okay, so uh, are you working a lot of? Obviously, you can't get out of the country that easily right now. Do you usually run trips all around the Caribbean and stuff as well? We do, and uh, we're doing Cayman, Brock, and Hawaii next year. Sorry. Next year, but right now you're kind of you know sticking to the states, doing um, you know down here, in South Florida, maybe the Keys, that kind of yeah. stuff. Absolutely, much of our trips have been to South Florida area, and it's been great diving. Got it. Now, who's your favorite uh, dive? Uh, a person here in the group, right here. Yeah, pick them out. Uh, All right. Is, uh, by the, this isn't a class. You're just doing a trip, right? Yeah, it's just a, just a trip. So, who's your favorite customer? Tom, from Tom over there. Tom, Tom, come top. Here, <laughs> Tom. Okay, so you're from North Carolina. Yeah, actually, today, you know, Tom was uh, looking at me and the CJ. On the bus go around and round. Well, no, <laughs> it was it was nice because Tom was looking at the cooler they have here on the boat on the Aqua View, and you know, y- y- it's a, one of these massive igloo uh, uh, coolers, and it has a little hidden compartment on the top and i opened it up grabbed a bottle of water and he goes it does that i've been here for five days <laughs> something like that right something like uh, yeah so i learned something real early on the trip today and it now i'm done well you know what, what uh, you know experience. you observe the other people that have been on the boat before and and i was glad to share so but what are you seeing underwater i heard you guys talking about some uh, nurse sharks and three things nurse sharks uh, which was kind of cool one was fairly good size it came Sneaking right up. Yeah, who was the guy who said uh, this was the largest nurse shark they had seen? Raise your hand. Oh, that was you, the dive shop guy. it was huge. It was huge. It was huge. They say, yes. So, nurse sharks, uh, maybe saw moray eel, that kind of thing. I don't know. Moray eel, we fed a uh, lionfish to the moray. Yeah. So, coming down from North Carolina, I mean, have you been here before yourself? We've been down to the Keys. I've never been to Pompano Beach. I... If I'd known this was here, I wouldn't have bothered to go to the Keys. This yeah, well, so you drove down? Was it a little closer for you, too? I flew. He flew. Mike drove. Uh, okay, well, you'd still have to fly into Fort Lauderdale or Miami from there, I guess, yeah, anyway, I even know. if you're going yeah, down to the Keys. the airport's easy, and we're a mile offshore the boat rides this is fabulous it is you know you have all you have all the topside stuff going on here in fort lauderdale south florida as well uh you know not as much down in the keys depending on where you go they got plenty of stuff to do don't get me wrong but you know if you have someone who's not a diver wants to hang back at a hotel and hang out on the beach this is a pretty uh, sweet place to go for sure but and, and the marine life is pretty much the same isn't it i think so uh the wrecks here are so close to the shore that you can it's just the convenience. Have you guys done the lady luck wreck already? First day, uh, this week yeah. first day you did that and placed your bet on the gambling table, the whole thing. Uh, we didn't have any chips. No chips. okay, well next time that'll be something to do on your next trip. Actually, they're getting ready to sink a treasure chest. And put it on the wreck, I believe, yeah. isn't that right, Arya? Yeah, Where she
1: adding g- more artwork?
3: More art? Well, it's a treasure so that's chest.
1: What we call it, artwork. Yeah, art but I heard insulation. it was like
3: treasure—a a chest full of treasure—that they're going to sink down on. That that's not artwork. That sounds like treasure to me.
1: Well, depending on how you want to look at it. Okay. All right. What do you think?
2: (laughs) I thought the treasure chest was a gentleman's club.
3: Well, they have that in Fort Lauderdale, I believe, too. That's very possible. That
2: old highway. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: it right there. Yeah. 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 I was confused. (laughs) You know, that's just one of the benefits of uh, many. You know, the many options they have in South Florida here in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, You know, you can't be underwater 24/7, unfortunately. So you might as well have a distraction or two. All right. So uh, look. So far, we've done one dive we found a few lobsters we're playing with the equalizer it's working it's magic for sure but i gotta say the conditions are pretty pretty cool you're just kicking back holding the flag and and our buddy team of the lobster slayer and bug boy and uh, are you enjoying the uh, activity so far, CJ?
2: Oh, I'm having a great time. It's good to be back underwater.
3: You know, a little later on, we're going to be joined by the dive god, Neil Watson. We got Peter Hughes joining us later, uh, uh, Lad Atkins. They're having a rum tasting extravaganza that we're going to finish off the day with today. But we got more diving to do. We're going to catch some lobster, we're filming it. As well, we're trying to get some uh, video, which is kind of tricky when you're, you know, uh, trying to catch a lobster and film it at the same time. But I got to say, with the equalizer, it's a one handed lobster snare looper catcher thingy, right? Even you could do it. Well, I've done it, I did it. Yeah but but I you know one was uh pregger so I couldn't I couldn't keep her so I let her go but you know you, you can catch it and let it go without harming the lobster too much at all and so it's a nice little device to have lobsterlooper.com you can go there and check it out have you seen that before are you? Lobster looper? Yeah. Oh, the, the equalizer.
1: Oh, the equalizer? Yes, I have seen them. I've used it once before. Yeah? They're powerful. Have you been, uh, you, uh, everybody
3: uh, been diving for lobster last week or so too down here? Or, or what? Are they, are they seeing lots of lobster, I guess?
1: After the storm came through from last week, we have been seeing them because then they get pushed out of their normal holes and then they right. have to start walking back. So
3: yeah, I was thinking about them. looking up Chiefy. And find out where they were But I figured, eh, we'll just go take our uh, chances Just go on a dive if we see lobster That's bonus, and that's kind of how we're taking it But as soon as we dropped, we saw A lobster, but it was pregnant So I had to let her go There's a few preggers out there, so we got to keep looking But you know, it's not about the uh, destination It's about the journey It's
2: bound to happen
3: It's going to happen, happen. we're going to catch them We're going to loop them with our equalizer And we'll tell you about it next, right here on the world's first radio show Devoted to diving Stay close!
0: The Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Hi, Larry!
2: Florida Spiny Lobster season is open and the divers are coming for us! Fear not, my quaking
4: crustacean. We're way too fast for those bubble blowing morons. But
1: they have the equalizer!
2: The Equalizer? The Equalizer is a lightweight lobster snare with a one handed band powered trigger that grabs lobsters fast. Get your Equalizer now at Florida Dive Retailers and at lobstersnare.net.
1: Larry, duck in. I can see your antenna. Yike.
2: The Equalizer Lobster Snare at lobstersnare.net.
1: Stuck in the house, your car, or just want to liven up your daily dog walk? We realize that scuba radio is only a two hour show. So, what do you want to listen to the other 22 hours of the day? audiobooks immerse yourself in sun sand scuba diving adventure and intrigue with international photojournalist and scuba diver mike scott
2: mike grabbed third gear and accelerated directly at the police car the man fired a wild shot and then dove back inside his cruiser for safety he thought mike was going to crash directly into him hold on he shouted to carol he knew she was about to get bounced around pretty hard he shot off down the road in his rearview mirror Mike saw the two men jump into the police car with the driver, and then they worked to get turned around. This wasn't over yet.
1: Author Eric Douglas created the addictive thrillers Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish. So dive into adventure. Download all four audiobooks now at Amazon. Books by Eric.com or Audible.com.
0: Hey y'all, this is Jerry the diver got to tell you about the Moray DCT. It doesn't stand for Drinking Country Tonic, it stands for Diver's Communication Torch, a dive light with a noisemaker built right in. Simple and brilliant. Just like me. Ooh, is it bright? Plus, you can take it on airplanes because it uses standard C-cell Echoline
2: batteries with eight hours of burn time. Proudly made in America, the Moray Dive Light DCT. Get yours at MorayDiveLights.com. That's MorayDiveLights.com.
0: Surface interval is complete. You're now clear to dive with scuba radio. scuba radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba
3: radio. Dive, dive, dive.
0: Take a look at it on the ocean floor.
2: Just go down there, take your scuba gear and go down there. One of you would do that, I know. Ain't no, ego, never is ego. no ego's
3: This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Now we have finished up our first day of diving here in South Florida and we saw lobsters, we saw channel crabs, we had a ball, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. However, we have retired to the Gomez Hilton, uh, the home of the famous Captain Walt D. Martini, sometimes known as Gomez sometimes known as julio right now who are we talking to uh we're talking to uh no picky panty mr gomez okay gomez is in the house ladies and gentlemen (laughs) what do you think of that cj
2: (laughs) seems appropriate
3: yes it does
1: what i'm with my buddy yeah,
3: well, you know, uh, the drunken sailor has been spotted, uh, socially distanced under the dock here at the Gomez Hilton. We may uh, have a visit from the from the drunken sailor a little bit later on. Because right now we're on the Gone Stray, which is anchored up here at the Gomez Hilton. That is uh, uh, Neil Watson's new vessel. Uh, it's kind of like a liveaboard vessel. They're doing day trips, Neil all kinds Watson of stuff. Jr. Neil Watson Junior. Neil Watson Junior's vessel, right? A guest. You're a guest, but, but you set up this little rum-tasting thing that we're experiencing right now. We did a little uh, sunset cruise with a bunch of dudes and uh, famous folks in the dive industry. This is something else, isn't it, CJ? We're on a Shark Week vessel. We are. This is, you know, the last uh, guest they had on this vessel. I guess was Mike Tyson for Shark Week, right?
2: Good enough for Iron Mike. Yeah, is that right, Junior? That is right. Okay. okay that's
3: see, that's there that's you right. go. So Mike Tyson was right here. He he was pl- he had his butt cheeks planted in the same chair Jordan, right as uh, <laughs> oh, Gomez is right now.
2: See, <laughs> very possible. Yes.
3: <laughs> so there you go. Uh, they're nice and sweaty and mixed in with the DNA from the from Iron Mike. God bless them. All right. So look, uh, we have some special guests with us on this little Sunset Cruise. We've been doing uh, Obviously you hear the dive guide, Mr. Neil Watson We'll talk to him But we got Peter Hughes I mean, Peter Hughes is his name, right? How you
4: doing, Hello. Peter? I'm doing alright, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm doing real well hey, You've see, heard I, that joke before, seriously w-
4: w- Once, or, once twice. or twice It In the first time, I, I, of course I, pre- I prefer it when the ladies refer to Well,
3: me. I would imagine so I mean, he kind of rolls that way But it's good to see you again Last time we were hanging together was in the Red Sea, I believe
4: or or, or, or or Germany, or... No, the last time we were together was in the Maldives.
3: I, well, that's right. It was the Maldives. Yeah. See, it's all a blur. You know, this whole COVID thing, yeah, this I whole are. shutdown has me all confused. But yes, that's right. It was the Maldives, I mean, wasn't it? I mean, and then yep, we did yep, we did the boot show in Germany. Yep. Before. And then uh, after all that, then everything shut down, and we, we've kind of retired to our own little abodes for a while. But now we're starting to, cr- you know, sneak out every now and then,
4: I guess, right? Well, we're all going nuts, so we have to sneak out a little bit. And, yeah. Uh, Really very grateful to Neil Jr. from Bimini uh, Undersea Adventures for right. providing us with this luxury yacht for our this is but nice, no isn't it? Man's rum-tasting boys night out.
3: Uh, the rum, you know, the rum-tasting time. event that Peter is usually a part of and uh, uh, the dive god puts together. You know, sometimes Lad Atkins is here, and it's like a who's who of the dive industry. We've uh, checked in with these folks while we're doing the show. We've never actually been able to be part of this, but now I know why it's so special and why I have to man the dump button when we put them on live, when we have them on scuba radio, because it can get quite colorful at times, but Neil, uh, the rum that has been brought to the vessel uh, this this evening for this event is from all over the world, and, and the idea is you just bring some dive industry friends together that have maybe sampled their favorite rum, bring it, and let everybody have a little taste, right?
4: Yeah, about once a month or whenever everybody's. Now it's kind of easy because ain't nobody going anyways, right? So. So we Can't can have, dive we can Might have as, have as well one drink night every night. Yeah. Usually it takes us about six weeks to coordinate everybody being in one place at one time. Peter and Lad and me and Andy and whatever. But uh, wait,
3: did you just yeah. point point to Neil Watson Jr. and say whatever
4: or uh, whatever? That's
3: what, that's what I just saw, and I had to clarify that. But I, I think
4: I you meant that as a compliment, right?
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah.
4: Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So this started a couple of years ago. And uh, everybody's like enjoys rum, so we started uh, doing the little rum night with the boys and and every month or six weeks ago, everybody brings a bottle of something special and little appetizers. so uh, what did you bring? What
3: was your rum of I brought, choice this I evening? What a mount Gay and a what, what and exactly then he brought some rum, too. Captain
2: Ron Zacapa, Captain 20, with his 23 year old girlfriend. Wow, I'll
3: tell you what, Gomez just got very articulate. Yeah. What, what is it? Zacapa
4: from Guadalupe. Is that, no, I'm sorry, from Guatemala. That's 23 from it's, Guatemala. Zacapa. It is very special. Is that your favorite rum, there, Peter? You know, Zaya used to be my favorite, and Zacapa has taken his first spot. Okay, there you go. Absolutely. Zacapa a little less sweet than the Zaya, and it's really a brilliant rum. Right now Captain Walt
3: has actually he's drank so much Mount Gay they've created an, an, their own formula for you, so uh, that's kind of your rum of choice, and you brought some on board, I believe, right?
2: Actually, I've switched over to the Zacapa, but you I did. did bring a gallon of Captain Walt's get. Rum punch. Get naked.
3: Rum punch. You can say naked. It's. Uh, I don't know what else he was uh, hesitating on there, CJ. What do you think? Naked. Okay. What you? What did you pick up, CJ? You brought something to the rum party there oh, that
2: man. was uh, kind of special, huh? Oh, this is uh, called Kaniche. 12th Barbados. Barbados.
4: Yeah, Barbados is like the new rum capital of the world, isn't it, Peter? Yeah, it's, I, I, that's it's, what I've been hearing every one of the It's one of the very good ones, and it's not new, it's been around forever. Right. And they're well, really that's where, uh, it's where Mount Gay is done, isn't yeah. it? Right, yeah, it's in Barbados, right. And you know, the great rums coming from other Caribbean islands, particularly Trinidad, where it all started. Right. But I gotta tell you, Barbados. Can outmarket internationally Trinidad ten to one. Okay, so it's all about the marketing. It's we're here in the United States. Mount Gay has a lock on the market, and uh, they've got some darn good rum too. Well, there
3: you go. I, I you know, it, it, you got to say with the name Mount Gay, they had to obviously have a great marketing team. So it just made them stronger, I think. Stop it. That's not a verb. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, so look, uh, and, and so Neil, you you brought the Don Zacapa. The Zacapa. Uh, yeah, from Zacapa from Guatemala. From Guatemala. <laughs> (laughs) The
4: the 23, which is, I thought it was a little old for me, but. (laughs) I was looking for rum vodka dough. dough. Okay, well. You know, the difference between rum night now and 25 years ago, Peter and I used to do the rum morning. And then we'd go diving. <laughs> right,
3: exactly. Now they've gotten a little bit more responsible. Where we could stand it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, so we could get through the day. Yeah, so so CJ brought this uh, new stuff from Barbados. It was pretty good. I liked it. The the rum connoisseur at Total Wine said, "Hey, yeah, get this one."
2: Well, he let us test it, and that was it.
3: Right, that's how they sell this stuff uh, now. You just go into the liquor store and say, "Hey, uh, I'm really thinking about this rum, but I don't know if I want to buy it." Well, you can try it before you buy it at Total Wine. There's your plug. That's why we got it uh, for a discount.
4: Days during COVID. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) That's how you. That's one way to cope.
4: Wine sample. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I got there at like nine thirty. Yes. Sample till like
3: five. Yeah, I brought some monkey rum. Uh, from Zane Lanfray he does this uh, three sheets TV show about getting drunk around the world, and he came out with his own rum. It was pretty tasty too. So we're comparing rums, and we're going to be talking about some diving next. I promise. Stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving and rum.
2: Scuba Radio.
1: Scuba. Scuba, 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 scuba. scuba radio.
3: radio show devoted to diving. Greg the dive master, CJ here at the uh, Gomez Hilton anchored off on the Gona Stray uh, dive boat. With Bimmy Undersea Adventures, Neil Watson Jr., the Dive God, they took us out on a little sunset cruise, and we're kicking back, having a rum tasting party because we're not—we're done with diving. So we're talking about what we've been doing and hanging out with some dive industry friends, Peter Hughes, uh, Neil Watson, the Dive God, Captain Aldi Martini, and uh, we have some uh, friends from the Frost Aquarium. Now I think we talked to you on the air one time when you guys were doing this rum tasting, but we—I've never met you in person, and your name
1: is—I am Andy Dehart. Yes, I'm from the Philip and Patricia. Frost Museum of Science and uh, I'm uh, somehow blessed to be part of this rum connoisseur group Um, you know for me i'm i'm the young buck here in the crowd and these are all the dive gods and dive dudes that i looked up to my whole life um it's pretty cool isn't it oh it's it's amazing you yeah know, it's but
3: you've got a pretty good uh, gig let's uh, let's be real the frost aquarium down there in miami i haven't been but i've heard rave reviews of the facility down there and you can go down there and you have an aquarium and all kind of interactive exhibits and things i assume
1: yeah so we've got a, a science museum a planetarium and a full-fledged public aquarium so Thanks. our big exhibit is the Gulf. Gulf. Gulf Stream exhibits, 500,000 gallons. We display the animals of the Gulf Stream hammerhead sharks, silky sharks devil rays little tunny um so you get the the full the you know the, the full experience of the gulf stream right now in, uh, is uh, one of
3: the the big cheeses the, the grand poobah of the frost aquarium you get to get in the aquarium quite a bit yourself don't you
1: yeah so i'm the vice president of animal care at the frost uh, science center is it, is it as cool as it sounds come on it's every bit as cool i mean it's, i've got the best job in downtown miami you know these guys are up here in fort lauderdale and hollywood but i've got the best job in miami down.
3: You, and you can socially distance underwater in the aquarium with the uh, the critters and stuff. Sometimes,
1: yeah. I mean, the best part is you know, we work with animals, so for us, it's. Uh, I mean, to out Neil and Peter and Walter. <laughs> yeah,
3: definitely. I mean, yes. they're,
1: they're a different breed altogether. They're right.
3: by far more dangerous than the sharks are. Way here. more difficult species. Yeah, uh, for sure. They, they well, definitely I, are, are hell on your liver. Yeah, no doubt. You, you might need to borrow one or two <laughs> over uh, after you after you've been through one of these rum tasting parties. All right, we got more stuff to cover. We're gonna. Uh, Talk about lobster diving here in South Florida and much more. Stick around to the world's first radio show
0: devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. doing in there i i look these fish right in the eye and they look back at me and 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 they see right through me they they know who i am these fish come on baby and do the fish i'm gonna to you
3: first radio show devoted to diving. We have been doing a fish, but we are back in the studio, CJ and myself. How you doing, buddy?
2: I think we packed as much fun as we could into about two and a half days.
3: That's right. No doubt about it. That was a fun little distraction from, from the monotony of uh, you know being locked down and stuck inside the studio week in and week out. It was nice to get down there and hang with the dive god uh spend some time at the gomez hilton uh it's actually we're about two days later since that last segment and so our livers have had a chance to
2: recover haven't they plenty of vitamins plenty of water
3: time to start abusing them again for scuba radio happy hour which brings me to the scuba radio scuba squad connected via the web today that would be Barry the bugger who you heard Captain Walt Martini at the Gomez Hilton. Hey, hanging how out you doing? Tiki Bar. Uh, we got Jerry the Diver Guy, who uh, is missing in action, as we see on Facebook Live right now, because I think he went to go get a beer out of his fridge. Vinny Two Tanks out there on the left coast. Uh, Bubble Boy hanging out with his uh, fish dancers behind him on his virtual background there on Zoom today. Uh, Casey the Tobacco Nut. And last but not least, Mermaid Kristen. Uh, is with us as well, and boy, we missed her down there in South Florida. You would have had a blast, Kristen. Uh,
0: I know. I'm jealous. I wish I could have uh, could have been there.
3: Yeah, let me tell you what you missed. You missed me puking underwater.
1: <laughs> that was
3: hilarious. Much, uh, I totally sold it during happy hour. Yeah. Well, you know what happens? Uh, you know when you have a rum tasting with with dive industry legends like Peter Hughes and. Uh, you know Neil Watson, Waltie Martini, the the folks from the Frost Aquarium, and and well Neil Watson Jr. too, me, uh, and Neil Watson Jr. too, and so you know the thing is when when you do that and you empty a bunch of rum bottles and then you go out diving the next day in two to four foot seas, uh, you you think that you're well within your threshold
2: of not blowing chunks, hey. You ain't, you ain't kidding, mister. The little whore was rocking. That's right. And uh, You were playing show and tell
0: with your liver again, weren't you? Well, you,
3: you know, it had been a while since I've gotten seasick. And, you know, when we went out of the inlet uh, at Port Everglades the next day, after that little rum tasting, we had plenty of time. I woke up the next morning. I felt fine. I had a good eight, nine hours of sleep or passed out. I don't know. Uh, take your pick. But I, I woke up the next day, uh, cat moldy martini, There at the Gomez Hilton, fed me a little donut, had some coffee. I was good to go. We hit the water, got out there, out of the inlet around 11 or so. And, um, you know, it was a little choppy. And sure enough, we got out of the inlet, and it was like two to fours. It really, you know, there was a little squall that had kind of popped up in South Florida and uh, messed up the seas a little bit. I really didn't think nothing about it. We were on the, you know, 12-foot rigid hull inflatable, the little whore. And that thing handles, handle the, handles the waves fine. It's not a
2: problem. Coach is an amazing captain.
3: Yes. He is awesome. And, um, you know, he dialed in Tokyo and uh, got us to the dive site. And and we had a great time. And, and I, I felt fine until we got out to the area that he had marked on his GPS. And we started idling. And CJ started gearing up first. And then I was going to gear up as well. And And as soon as we stopped, all of a sudden it hit me. Like uh oh, stomach is not going to cooperate right about now, I, and I might have to, you know, lean over to the side and go.
2: Plus, I asked you if you wanted a nice greasy pork sandwich. There was that served in a dirty. <laughs> it ass didn't track. really help,
3: and uh, but but I held it together. So CJ got his gear up. Uh, he got in the water. He was fine, and and I started to get ready. And I uh, we we actually we did our mass fins and snorkel, and then we put our BCs on in the water. So I slip in the water with my mask and snorkel, and before they can even get my BC <laughs> in the water, I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh
1: here it goes!" Uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: so I, so I kind of blew right there on the surface of the water.
2: There oh, she blows. Yep.
3: And um, you know, and I was like, "All right." Thirty seconds later, I'm like, "Okay, got it out of my system. I'm good to go. Let's go dive and catch some lobster." This will only help, you know, bring them in as always. And you
2: held it for a while. I was fine. At least I, you like know, forty-five minutes. before I, did, you I didn't feel
3: again. bad after that. I was like, you know, when when you get seasick, it, that's usually what happens. You get you see you get seasick, and usually you feel you know better, especially after you get in the water. You know, you if you you get seasick on the boat on the way out the dive site, the best thing you can do is get off into the water and get underwater, and you'll you'll feel fine. And I did as soon as I did that at the surface. I was like, all right, I'm good. Let's go. We go down underwater. Everything's fine. We're having some mass clearing issues, but we're catching lobster. We're filming them. We're having a good time. And then about halfway into the dive of about an hour dive, uh, sure enough, I start feeling it again. I'm like, oh crap, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow underwater. I was like, you know, we're only in like fifteen feet of water, and I'm thinking, what do I do? Do we go to the surface? I'm like, no, I don't wanna I don't wanna limit my odds at catching more lobster. I Can think I I, you
4: nothing, Greg? Can well, you, you know you who nothing?
3: taught me was Mermaid Tony uh, uh. back in the day. I, I remember <laughs> uh, years ago, I think we were in the Bahamas or Turks and Caicos or something, and uh, she found herself in the same situation where she had probably overindulged the day before. And uh, she was uh, swimming along, and, and she got my attention. She said, wait, hold on. And she just said, stop. And she grabbed hold of a rock and stood there. I'm like, what are you doing? And all of a sudden I say, and she has a big puff of smoke is all around her. And I see her getting sick underwater. I'm like, whoa. And, uh, you know, she went on for about, you know, 15, 20 seconds. And she goes, okay, I'm good. Let's go
2: vegetation like, Yeah. and it has like, that effect on people.
3: Yeah. But I, I was like, if she can do it, maybe I can do it too.
2: Well, I just remember <laughs> so I did. Cruising along and I look to my left and I see you take your reg out and I'm like, What what the hell is What he is he doing? doing right. And you just erupt.
4: Yeah. yeah. CJ, were you having flashbacks when we were at Wiki Watchy that
0: one year?
2: I was. I thought about you and the turtles. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. I did.
2: Well was that underwater? Did you blow underwater? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See,
0: you didn't even see it, Greg, because I'm, yeah. I'm a
3: stealth puker. You are stealth. Uh, yes. Vomit. I would hey,
2: like to point out, though, uh, Greg. Uh huh. I had way more rum than you, and right? I did not puke. I was well, fine.
3: you know, it, it was uh, it just the the waves and, and the rum the day before just made me more susceptible. I
2: I was right. I
3: was, I should have been fine, but because we drank that rum before, I just it brought down my seasickness threshold.
0: Yeah, you would have yeah. gotten chunkster. away with it too, Greg, if it wasn't for all those cleaner fish.
3: Well, you know that, re- that's bonus when you bring in all the critters. Return of the chunkster. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, you know, but but the thing is, is is uh, that about halfway through the dive, I threw up underwater. I was like, and after that, I was like, all right, let's go, continue the dive. Let's go. We finished it off, ca- caught a few more, and then uh, head back to the surface. As soon as I broke the surface, I I blew again. <laughs> so it was uh, a three chunking dive. But uh, it didn't really interfere with the mission at hand, which was to catch Florida spiny lobster. We got our lobster. We ate them. And, um, you know. And And they were delicious. And the way I looked at it is like, you know, when you take from the ocean, you must give. And that's kind of what I ended up doing. So it's like, what, the circle of life, as you like to say? Sure. Yeah. But, you know, there are techniques, uh, you know, to to do, you know, you really don't want to you know get sick underwater that's not ideal and <laughs> the big the big question is no. do you you know one of the things you learn in your dive instruction is are you supposed to throw up into your regulator or you do you take no. it out no yes that is uh but actually you are supposed to throw up in your regulator you're supposed
0: you're, to do
1: that yes but who wants to do
3: that nobody wants if it if
1: you're a professional you take the regulator out Correct. your chunks and put it back in
3: yeah but as far as uh you know, if you're a beginner diver, you don't, you're you not worried, and it kind of surprises you, you really shouldn't take your regulator out because your first instinct is is to want to inhale after you, have you know. And uh, so you got to really get, you know, your wits about you. And that's I why I got that. CJ's attention, and I said, hey, hold on. And he, well, I knew you didn't know what I was doing, but I knew you were watching me. So I was like, all right, let me settle down here, uh, okay. calm down, and just like,
2: okay. I was mm-hmm. getting ready to give you my uh- – my reg so you can yeah. breathe i'm like does he need air what the hell's going on why doesn't he grab his other one well See, because did,
0: did you not did you not get that on video no, no he, he had the not. he was holding the camera oh, yes. believe
2: me i wish i had that no uh, what do you think been, i'm stupid, stupid. Now i just play it over and over don't and again answer in my that mind
3: yeah <laughs> exactly you'll never get it out of your mind no it's it's, it's a, burned it, in there for eternity it's one of those uh memories <laughs> and we painted that picture that mental picture for everybody today you painted. Did I apologize up front as I normally do for Scuba Radio?
0: Your goatee was painted when you rose. Yo, just stop it. That's
3: gross, Barry. You're gross.
0: <laughs> all right, more coming up. Scuba take radio. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 888 88 Scuba Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive,
3: dive, dive. dive no
0: shot! Start, no shot! Start, no shot! I to spend the weekend t-
1: The
3: This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ is in the studio with me here as we celebrate Scuba Radio Happy Hour and just try to drink more to keep our livers lubricated. Since Greg, we're not diving right now. Greg, I guess. Greg the chunkster. Yeah. I I'm not going to do that anytime again soon. Uh but you got you know you got to figure out a way to monitor, you know, keep that stuff in check. And you know, I'm a dive instructor. I've had tons of experience. You never know when the uh unfortunate you know, uh, you know, problem of being seasick is going to creep up on you. And it's been a while for me, but it could happen at any time and I, all I can say as a diver uh, and you, being that you got to go out on a boat, chances are it's going to happen to you. Jerry's
1: giving you the finger. What? Who's
3: giving, who's giving who the finger it. <laughs> I got
1: a question, Greg. Go
3: ahead, Jerry. Uh, what? Do you
1: think you spewing.
3: Yeah.
0: Has any links to, uh, uh, to a huge, anything huge, you know, Peter or anything what? like that? What is
3: wrong with him?
1: <laughs> Peter huge.
3: Yeah. What about that?
1: You think that might have <laughs> anything to do with your, uh, Yeah.
3: Okay, I you know Jerry's talking gibberish already. We're not even halfway through.
1: It's beer thirty people. But you
3: know what I will say though is is a teaching moment because that's what we do here on Scuba Radio. Is we use uh, the different uh, you know members of the show. And, and and when they make a mistake or something happens to them, the key is that you turn it into a teaching moment. And oh, that,
2: we're going to start that. That's a good idea. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, we're going to do. And and basically, the the point I want to make about if you get seasick underwater or you get sick underwater, the first thing you got to do is just stay calm. Think, stop, react. Go back to your training. You know, stabilize yourself. Make sure you you know you, you're calm. Your buddy's nearby. And then if you have any trouble, you know, you can do this, but you should technically, if you're not really experienced, you should leave the regulator in your mouth as gross as that sounds. And then as soon as you're, you're done, you just, you purge your regulator and get the gook, the gunk all out of there as delicious as that sounds. And, uh, and then continue your dive. Or like, okay, I've had enough of this. You, you port the dive and you, Hello
2: all you, you nasty nice people out there in Radio Land. Who, who wants wanted- more who wants more clam chowder?
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, your buddy will thank you because you will bring in the fish uh, for photos and videos up close and personal in ways you never thought possible. So, you know, you you, you know when you make lemons out of clam chowder?
2: Make lemon sharks out of lemon. Or
3: something 80. like that. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, you know what? The person I know who really is grateful for coming on the show today is Mermaid Kristen because she loves the idea of us talking about getting sick underwater and what she missed. See, if she would have been there, we would have been having a mermaid underwater catching lobster. Of
1: curious, like how that.
3: What? Feels. How? How it felt? It doesn't feel good. It's well, fun I to did, watch, I don't know. isn't I just, it, CJ? I'm curious how that like feels and how it happens. Getting sick underwater. <laughs> well, you know, once again, the key is 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 staying calm if it's happening to you, and and obviously you don't want to inhale if you take the regulator out of your mouth, and that's really not recommended, especially if you're not uh, a very experienced diver. You should keep the regulator in your mouth, and then and that face way away
0: from the current.
3: No, it doesn't matter. It's yeah, really the key. You just you <laughs> just don't want to inhale water, which is your natural reflex after you you know. You know, blow. Yeah, you
2: looked more pissed off than anything. So I was watching. You oh, I was. I was hand. annoyed. I he was, was just, just like, shaking his head, going. Ugh.
3: We were on a mission to catch lobster, which we did, by the way, with the equalizer, and uh, we caught. Uh, we got four good sized tails, and we had a nice little dinner of yeah, lobster the next day. But I'll tell you, question, it was way right? too much work. You did know, you because when you, when you when you get sick underwater like that, I mean, it takes a lot out of you, literally and figuratively. You know, you actually see what it takes out of you, and, and that extra effort. You know, I was kind of wore out after that dive, but well, uh, it is. Greg, what it if
0: is. the I got lobster got a, crusher was there, we'd had a boat full. Well,
3: it was the lobster slayer and Bug Boy, and we teamed up to slay so that's them. That's
0: why you all didn't call and let me know is because y'all didn't want me to come in and make y'all look.
3: No, bad. no, you had to do this thing called work. You know, and you know, I don't even like to say well, that. Some of us had to teach the people. Well, teach them what? How to catch lobster?
0: Yeah, that and that, that. No,
3: last time Jerry came down with us to catch lobster, we turned that into a teaching moment too, didn't we? Yeah, CJ? we had to. Yeah. So this time it was hey, my who turn. who out
0: with the most lobster? You didn't teach me anything.
3: Yeah. Right? See, he didn't learn his lesson. He's a lobster bogart. Some That's people he he just, the guy.
2: Bogarted stab- all the lobster
3: and left us.
2: Left us. Y'all left me.
3: Now, that's not accurate because CJ had the die flag. You don't leave CJ if he has a die flag.
0: The flag was there with me. Then the next thing I know, I'm on all these lobsters. Uh Right, because you caught
3: the fever. See, see, we kept calm even when I got sick. I didn't get lobster fever. I I was on a mission to do it properly and uh, efficiently, and I wasn't about to let the fact that I wasn't feeling 100% interfere with the the mission at hand
2: you didn't have lobster fever but you did have the boogie woogie flu well
3: yeah i mean that's that kind of goes uh, uh that's just kind of protocol when you travel to south florida isn't it
2: it's my era
3: that's right uh cat mall Martini knows See, he knows uh what's the cure for the boogie woogie flu anyway cj continue to drink heavily okay well we i think we <laughs> had that down we had that down packed <laughs> All right, look, we got more to talk about, um, hopefully less about stuff coming up out of our stomachs and, and more about the lobster themselves and the dive conditions that we experience in South Florida. Uh, you Believe it or not, right now, phenomenal time to go diving in Florida and the Caribbean. We'll tell you more about that in Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Stay close.
0: Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at radio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gasses. Let's go.
3: The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests.
1: Okay, you know, what I just heard...